Welcome to the All In Your Head podcast, where we get all in your head. We are a mental health podcast focused on anything and everything mental health. We will have special guests ranging from mental health experts, mental health advocates, and just everyday people with real struggles. We will share laughs, we will share cries, but most importantly, we will have real conversations about mental health. So with that being said, let's get all in your head. Woohoo! What's up, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Mental Microburst, where I give you short but powerful tools that you can use for your mental health. Short disclaimer, this time together is not intended to be in the place of therapy, so if you feel like you're struggling and you need a therapeutic intervention, please find a good therapist, and if you can't find one, hit me up because I know a few. Today, we are going to get right into your head. I find that all mental health challenges start with the mind. Everything that we do comes from the mind. Quick exercise. You can do this wherever you are sitting, and as you've probably guessed, I can't see you. So on the count of three, I want you to point on your body where the feeling love comes from. Are you ready? One, two, three. Now I do this exercise in my cognitive behavioral therapy class, and I usually see a couple of different responses. About half the class points at their heart, about half point at their head, And then there's always a few looking around confused because they think it's a trick question. The answer, based on decades and potentially centuries of scientific research, is that feelings comes from the brain. It always makes me laugh when people say, well, I don't really like cognitive interventions because my answer to them is, tell me an intervention that does not engage the mind in some way. I pose this challenge to people all the time and I still not have found anyone to show me a therapeutic intervention that does not engage the mind in some way. I would love to be proved wrong, so if you know one or find one, send me an email. So, since thoughts come from the mind, feelings come from the mind, and most actions come from the mind, then if you want to make any change, you have to start there. You have to start in your head. In my work, I help people by helping them to navigate their internal world, which is their mind, and their external world. We'll talk about interventions to manage your external world on a different podcast. So how do you manage your internal world? There are a lot of different ways, but I'm going to get us started. I feel that to manage your internal world, you must do four things. First, you must notice you're having a thought that is not serving you in some way. You have to stop this thought, and then you have to identify what this thought is, and then lastly, you have to use a skill. So let me just go over that one more time. First, you have to notice you're having a thought that's not serving you in some way. Next, you have to stop this thought. You have to then identify what this thought is. And then lastly, you have to use a skill. For the first four mental microbursts, I'll be covering those four things in order one at a time. It's a great foundation to managing your mental health. So the first thing I mentioned is that you have to notice you're having a thought that is not serving you. This is a broad definition and that was intentional. There are other words that can be used here instead of not serving you, some that I use and some that I actually don't like. The words that I typically use for these thoughts are unhelpful, unhealthy, and maladaptive. I struggled with the maladaptive one for a while until I actually spent some time researching the meaning of this word. The best definition I could find for maladaptive is, and it comes from Oxford Languages, which provides the definitions in a Google search. So if you do any Google search, this is the first definition that comes up. It's not providing adequate or appropriate adjustment to the environment or situation. 
I really think that hits it right on the head. So a maladaptive thought is a thought that is not adequately adjusting to the environment or situation. So for the words that are commonly used that I don't like, those are thinking air, stinky thinking, which comes from work and addictions, negative thinking, and cognitive distortions. I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about why I don't like these other words, but I'll give you a brief explanation. First, I think these labels can lead to shame for people. You are basically calling people's thoughts bad, and this is where we have to be careful with our own cultural bias. We should never be inputting our own beliefs onto people, our own cultural bias on people, our own lens of has, as to how we see the world on people. That's not cool. So to provide a quick example of what I mean by this. If someone grows up in any environment where they are hurt or abused, they will naturally form a belief system that the world is not safe. Some people may consider this an error in thinking or negative thinking, but this thinking in this environment is an appropriate adjustment to their situation. This belief that I cannot trust people around me because they may hurt me helps them to actually navigate that environment differently and it decreases the chances of them being harmed, so it actually helps them. You now take this person out of that environment and put them into a mostly safe environment and they still navigate the space as if people are going to hurt them. This will probably not serve them in this new environment and actually prevent them from forming relationships and maybe taking risks. Now, this belief that people are going to hurt me and the world is not safe is not an appropriate adjustment to the environment. That's why people in the military who are engaged in combat do not get diagnosed with PTSD until they get home. The symptoms of PTSD actually serve them while they're in combat, but no longer serve them when they get home. So this is all to say that the first step to changing our thoughts are to identify the thoughts that are not serving us. They're not helping us. They're not appropriate adjustment to the environment. So what are those thoughts for you? Some of you can quickly answer that because you've been in therapy or because you're self-aware of your own thoughts. If you can't answer that question right away, that's okay. But I'll leave you with a challenge. Start spending more time thinking about your thinking. The fancy word for this is metacognition, which is just an awareness of our thought. Especially during times of stress, situations where maybe you think you could have made a different decision, when your feelings are out of whack, what is going on in your head during this time? What are you thinking? You don't have to do anything with this thought yet, but just notice it. A lot of people write them down so they don't forget them, and they also start to identify patterns in their thought. Feel free to do that as well. However you choose to go about this, just recognize that we all have thoughts that do not serve us or help us. We cannot change them unless we make an intentional effort to first recognize them and be more aware of these thoughts. So that was it, y'all. That was the first mental microburst, a short but powerful dose of information that I hopefully will help you. We're going to build off that in the next episode. The next mental microburst, we'll talk about what you can do when you recognize this thought. Awareness is the first piece, but then you have to do something with it. And that's what we're going to talk about. Just as a reminder, I'm a therapist. The things that we talk about are therapeutic, but this is not your therapy. If you're having challenges and need some help or support, please reach out to a qualified therapist to assist you with whatever it is. And always keep putting in that work for your mental health, y'all. You have just listened to the All In Your Head podcast. Learn more by following Jamie Glick on LinkedIn or by subscribing to the Mental Health Training Camp YouTube channel. If you are experiencing a mental health crisis, you can call now or text 988 to get connected to free confidential support. Thanks for listening.